Welcome to Chapter 4 of Saint Nick and the Big F*** Up, a holiday audio drama in six parts. If you haven't heard the previous episodes, I would recommend that you start back at Episode 1. You can find it on your favorite podcast app or at the website, saintnickandthebigfup.com. I'm Phil Rickaby, the writer and performer of Saint Nick and the Big F*** Up. If you enjoy this audio drama, please rate and review it at Apple Podcasts, and make sure that you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you get podcasts. If you want to post about it on Twitter or Instagram, use the hashtag SaintNickFTop. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at PhilRickaby, and my website is PhilRickaby.com. If you like this audio play, consider dropping some change in my virtual tip jar. You'll find a link to that in the show notes. And hang around for just a minute at the end of the episode for some important credits. The Christmas season was the worst time of year for me as a kid. Not just because of the torments I received from my classmates, but because that fat guy in the red suit that shared my name was everywhere. He was in every newspaper, in magazines, in books, on TV, on street corners, in store windows, and in malls. Every single mall. I couldn't go anywhere without seeing him. It was bad enough that it was the time of year that my treatment at school was at its worst, but that the cause of my misery now had to be everywhere? That was the worst. No, that wasn't the worst. The worst was that my mother had no idea and, quite frankly, didn't want to know. She made it so much worse because she thought it was adorable to get pictures taken of me, her little Santa, with as many mall Santas as possible. She dragged me to every mall in town and sat me on the knee of every Santa. I didn't want to be there, and the pictures showed it. The elf behind the camera would shout, Smile! And my mouth would twist into a grimace that could hardly be called a smile. And it didn't help that all the interactions with the Santas was the same. What's your name, little boy? Nick. Tell Santa what you want for Christmas. A fire truck? Of course, I'll do my best. Now smile for the camera. What's your name, little boy? Nick. Tell Santa what you want for Christmas. A Transformer. Uh, Optimus Prime. Of course, I'll do my best. Now smile for the camera. What's your name, little boy? Nick. Tell Santa what you want for Christmas. I already sent you a letter. Didn't you read it? Of course, I'll do my best. Now smile for the camera. Side note, I had not sent a letter. I didn't write letters to Santa, but Mall Santa didn't know that. It was my way of fucking with him. I was tired of being dragged from mall to mall so that Mom could have another set of pictures of me with all the Santas in town. It was complete bullshit. All the Santas had the same script. What's your name, little boy? Tell Santa what you want for Christmas. Of course, I'll do my best. Now look at the camera. What's your name, little boy? Tell Santa what you want for Christmas. Of course, I'll do my best. Now look at the camera. Then this one time, I went to this new mall, and it was completely different. Santa's elves all actually smiled and were actually friendly. And the Santa was one of those ones with the real beard, but this was the first time I'd seen one of those, and he was completely off script if he even had one. 
As soon as it was my turn, I walked towards him and he said, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I should remember your name, but I'm not as young as I used to be. I'm, I'm Nick. So am I! Now why couldn't I remember that? And then he did something that no other Santa ever had. He looked at me, like, really looked at me, and he said, You don't want to be here, do you? And no Santa in my life had ever paid enough attention to the kids standing in front of them to notice that. And I told him everything. How Mom called me her little Santa, and how all the other kids heard about it, and how I was bullied every day, and that this time of the year was worst, and I hated Christmas, and this Santa said that a child who hates Christmas was the saddest thing he'd ever heard. And if I wanted, he'd tell me a secret about bullies. And he told me that those kids were only tormenting me because it bothered me. And if I could find a way to not be bothered by it, they'd get bored and give up. I said I'd try, and we took the only Santa picture that I ever took where I was actually smiling. And his advice... It didn't work, but at least for a brief moment, I was smiling at Christmas. But back to Preston. There was a line of parents and children waiting, most of whom had been waiting for far too long. And the parents were all getting angrier because they are waiting, and today will be a day of waiting in lines, and this was supposed to be a quick way to keep the child happy while they bought those last presents for grandparents, aunts, and uncles, and whoever else they'd forgotten until just last night. The staff at the stores were traumatized from the moment their doors had opened and everyone was miserable. Christmas Eve at the mall. And there's Preston's mother, adamant that her little shit should get to have a picture with the black-eyed, bloody-nosed Santa that he's assaulted. And he was still screaming. And I couldn't do it anymore. She was still shouting about how her Preston deserved his picture with Santa when I said, Lady, if you think I'm going to take a f***ing picture with your f***ing kid, then you are out of your f***ing mind. And you could take your and stick it in your with a And after that, you could just go f*** yourself. And that's when I heard a child's voice say, What did Santa say? And I remembered that there was a line of children all waiting to see me. And I look around and there's parents holding their hands over their kids' ears and more than a few with their cameras out. So that's all over Twitter and YouTube forever. I took off my wig and my fake beard and I said the only thing I could think of. Sorry, folks. And I left. I tried to go on with my life without thinking about Jenny or Ashley. I really did. I tried to put them out of my mind, but I couldn't stop thinking about them. And it's not, it's not about Jenny, okay? I know that I fucked that up and I've, I've let that go, but 
Ashley. It's like as soon as I saw her picture, a piece of my heart went to her. And knowing that she's out there and I won't know her and she won't know me, that hurts more than anything. I tried to ignore it. I, I tried, but it eats at you. It gnaws at your insides. And no matter how much you tell yourself that it'll go away if you just ignore it, it, it never does. And I want to do my part. I want to give. I want to support my child. But I can't do that without forcing myself on them. Not, not without going where I'm not welcome. And then it hits me. There is one time of year when I might be able to give and get away with it. Christmas. Because I might just be able to leave some gift without making it about me. And so it's Christmas Eve and it's maybe 10 at night and I have this box of gifts that I wrapped. And I was never really good at wrapping, but this was important. So I watched a bunch of how-to videos so that I could get it all just right. And I put the box on the porch and I ring the doorbell and bolt across the street and deke into the corner of the neighbor house. I watch the door open and Jenny comes out and she sees the box. And she looks around, but she doesn't see anybody. But I put a tag on the box. It says her name, so she knows it's not a mistake. And she takes the box inside. I watch Facebook all Christmas Day until it happens. She posts pictures of my daughter opening the gifts I left. All with the caption, Thank you to our mystery Santa. And that was chapter four of St. Nick and the Big Up. Remember to rate and review this audio drama on Apple Podcasts and let me know what you think using the hashtag St. Nick Up. You'll find chapter five in one week. Music in this episode were excerpts from Krampus Workshop, Jingle Bells, and There Is Romance, all by Kevin McLeod, all released under a Creative Commons by attribution license. Some sound effects in this episode were from Zapsplat.com. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.